Hi guys, Chris here. Before the podcast starts, I wanted to let you know that the podcast you're about to listen to was recorded live Sunday night, 8 o'clock UK time, over on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash badbookers. If you want to get involved, make sure you come along to the live chat where there's going to be all sorts of banter back and forth. So twitch.tv forward slash badbookers, 8 o'clock UK time, Sunday nights. I'll leave you with the podcast. Jack, do a big intro! Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Bad Booker's Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jack and we've got Chris, Toast and Matt with us. How is everyone doing tonight? Doing well, Matt. Doing good, doing good. Hello. Good, this is episode 96 we're going in and Chris Benoit was framed. <laughs> Boom! I love it already! We're off the start! We're off the banging start, let's do this. Boom. Yes. Boom. Remember, this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped and Bluetooth. You can get it real, real hard and get it real, real trimmed. Um, use the code because Bluetooth. We might use Blue's <laughs> our actual sponsor if we keep going this route. Pulse <laughs> <laughs> we'll TV, happy. lads. We'll still be happy, so it's fine. <laughs> How are we all doing today? We're still doing good, mate. How are you? Have I already asked it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How are we all doing today? Beans. <laughs> You've been to the shores of gold lately. Toast, what's up with you, mate? I'm fucking fantastic, mate. Bounce off walls over here. I love in your hat. Appreciate that, mate. Are you cold? Um, I'm cold slash haven't shaved my head in the last two, three days. Ooh. So uh, that's that's when we wear hats. Smoothing, uh, smoothing. Toast has been ill over the week. Yeah, I've been dead all week. I'm recovered now, kinda. Kinda. What was it? Yeah. What was it? Coronavirus, man flu. Uh, it, no, it was a legit flu. Like the missus had it the like about a week and a half before, and I took her down for two weeks. Um, oh, so what you're saying is you're better than the missus? <laughs> I mean, I have a better immune system than her anyway. Like I rarely get sick, um, but this time it, it hit me hard. So I took a week off work, and I'm fine now. Basically, toast has been in the mud all week. Pretty much, yeah. Shit myself everywhere. Bed sheets are covered in just shit. Looks like mud. It was. Oof. It was like, have you ever seen Swamp Thing? But oh, it looked Jesus like when I was trying to make it out of the bedroom, it was wild. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Should we crack on? At least I could make it out of the fucking bed with the fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping the piss, lads. Absolutely madness! You know? the... I, I believe you, Toast, tomorrow. Um, let's crack on with the news and whatnot. We've got a question from me. I forgot I did that. Brilliant. Nice one. Right. WrestleMania 37 will be hosted in LA again. We're, we're not in England, though, which makes me sad. It'll never be in England, so don't go sad. Uh, it's going to be in Hollywood for the SoFi, which I don't think is built yet. It's moving one now. Uh, I haven't got the chat open. But it's going to be in the SoFi Stadium, which will be the home of the LA Rams and the LA Chargers of the NFL. I believe, I believe it's not done big built. Thoughts? Hollywood? I mean, I'll be looking forward to the promos that lead up to it. Miz better be an event for the title, or it's pointless. Say it on Twitter, say it now. If Miz, Miz doesn't get a title match, it's fucking pointless. Miz versus Hogan, surely. Mm. I, would, I would love to pay for that. 
with The Rock and John Cena on the undercard. Yay. <laughs> you see The Rock's daughter landed in the performance center this week? That was a good segue into the next bit of the movie. Simone? Is it Simone? Simone, yeah. yeah. Simone Johnson, daughter of Big Daddy Dwayne, as I put it. You know they're going to call her the Pebble. Like, Morrow's going to call her the Pebble when she's in NXT. It's a cert, that's one of her nicknames he gives her. God. It's going to happen. Like, he just... He just gives fucking nicknames to people that don't need extra nicknames. <laughs> it's going to happen. It won't be an official nickname, but he'll call her the fucking pebble, and I'll be like, Moro, die, please. Not actually, but like, on her career, just move aside. Toast for NXT commentator. No, please, God, no. New career. Wouldn't be able to watch any dog then. Fuck that. <laughs> Um, according to Sportskeeda, WWE are going to offer the Revival one last massive offer, which will be £1 million each. And they'll be turned down. Yeah, they'll turn it down. will match or beat whatever they offer. Apparently, the reports were saying that they were getting fed up with the Revival. I'm pretty sure the Revival were pretty fed up of you. Yes. Um, Cody Rhodes has revealed that a secondary belt is on the table, but don't expect anything soon. So I think... I can't remember who said it. Someone said, I think Cody had said it before, that there definitely won't be a secondary title. Uh, yeah, I said they were going to bring one in, and I think Matt or someone told me they definitely wouldn't because they said it. But it was always going to happen. The company, they're making that second show. So they need to have like a mid-card title that you can throw like Kip and Joey Janela and those boys at and build them with. So I, I think I think in this, it might be in the same interview, but it might be in a different one. Cody said that... Um, they're trying to work out what would what would be best to come first, like a, a women's tag title, like a IC belt, to use that as an example. I'll like, be honest, like I, that. I don't think they need to even consider a women's tag belt until <laughs> they get better women. Uh, like, or... WWE didn't need a women's tag belt, so yeah, they definitely don't need one. Uh, just to confirm what I said, I didn't say there definitely wouldn't be one. I said Cody Rhodes said there definitely wouldn't be one. That's what okay. I said in the previous podcast. I wasn't like <laughs> I wasn't attacking like... <laughs> Right. Uh, in an interview of Sports Illustrated, current U- UFC light heavyweight champion John Jones has stated that it's inevitable that he will join WWE. Yeah, because he's too shit for UFC. Did any of you watch that fucking fight? I don't turn. He basically either. ran away from your man, <laughs> and then done a couple of wee shit takedowns that he jumped back up from. Like Jones is going to get fucking smashed the next time he fights an actual fighter. Well, he's the champion, so it's because he hasn't got Cormier to uh, scrap. Pretty much, him. Cormier was the closest thing, and your guy Gustafsson was quite good against him as well. What's happened to Cormier? What is he injured or something? Cormier retired, didn't he? Because I know isn't he a massive Seth Rollins mark? Uh, Cormier, what was talk? They were talking about bringing him in the Fox to do SmackDown commentary at one point, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure he's like WWE nerd. Yeah. I think they because he said he was going to retire, and then they tried to keep him on because obviously the whole Brock going in the cage to f- face off with him, and then yeah. it came out that Brock wanted more money and stayed with the E, and then Cormier was like, "Ah, oh, fuck off, I'm retiring." Yeah, <laughs> so if you remember at WrestleMania last year, I'm pretty sure I booked Daniel Cormier versus Brock Lesnar in the main event. It's I possible. Can't I can't. I don't. I, I can't remember that far back. I definitely did. Um, it's not the last bit of news, but it's the last bit of news on the spreadsheet because the admin hasn't updated it. What a little snake. Um, <laughs> according to WrestleVotes on Twitter, Jushin Thunder Liger and the Bella Twins will be inducted into this year's Hall of Fame. 
Okay. Forts. Each each forts for Jushin <laughs> and for the Bella twins. Are they going in as a as a threesome? It's like a, a <laughs> so the Bella twins will be going in as a duo, and obviously Jushin van der Liger will be inducting them. So is this because <laughs> they need a tag team to face Asuka and Kyrie Sane at Mania? Therefore, they're going to induct them, and then the Bella twins will fight them at Mania for the tag titles. Please God, don't put Brie in the room, <laughs> They um, are they are both pregnant at the moment. Yeah. I would say so, uh, okay, then they won't be doing that. <laughs> Lager deserves to be in any wrestling hall of fame. I know he didn't do much yeah. in WWE. He was in WCW, which technically they cover now as part of Lurks. Didn't yeah. he wrestle uh, Breeze on NXT or something yeah, random yeah. like that? He completely out of the blind. NXT, NXT match. Um, he deserves to go in. The Bellas, I'm going to be controversial and say they probably deserve it based off the success they've had with the Total Divas bullshit. Yeah. No, like I, they've launched WWE's reality TV set yeah. on their own and held it up. Basically, they were Total Divas and then they're Total Bellas. Total Bellas, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they've done that. Nikki was like decent in the ring at the time where there wasn't a lot of like standout performances. It's not like what it is now where you have... A load, of ta- a load of good, talented women. Nikki was sort of, but it was basically her AJ Lee at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, there, there yeah. was her AJ Lee and Caitlin were the only ones who were actually any good in the ring. And obviously, Nikki had that horrific injury and then came back and was still better than Brie in the ring. So Plus, plus your man's banging their man. What do you call him? Oh, he's like one of Vince's right-hand men. John Cena? No, Johnny S is banging their man. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, Stepdad, yeah, he's like the stepdad now. They might be married to him or something. I don't know. Uh, but there you go. So why not? Yeah, um, as as much as people don't want to talk about it, Evolution as a pay per view only sold out their tickets because Nikki Bella was announced. They'd mm-hmm. sold like less than a quarter of the tickets in the weekly the weeks leading up to it, and then when Nikki Bella was announced to be fighting Rousey, it sold out within like sixteen hours. Because of the total divas thing, they're a massive draw, so they yeah. like they have to go in eventually. As much as I, I don't really care about them, they were there when the they were there when the women's revolution happened. So good. Um, a toast. We'll probably know a bit more about this man. It's a bit of a touchy subject, but we have to talk about it. Uh, Teddy Hart being arrested for drug smuggling, essentially. Teddy Hart is a really yeah. Teddy Hart is a really good wrestler. Like he's been, he was signed to WWE when he's eighteen. Right? He's like Bret Hart's nephew. Um, yeah, so he's, he's in the high flyer, but he forever be known as the eternal fuck up. He's like in he the um, new Hart Foundation with Pillman and David Boy Smith Jr. So, do you remember when WWE brought the new Hart Foundation out and it was uh, Harry Smith? fucking TJ Wilson and Natalia. <laughs> Teddy was supposed to be the leader, but he fucked up again with his attitude and stuff backstage. He's always had a, a really entitled attitude, according to any interviews I've heard, where he thinks the world should be sucking his fat toe because he's a heart and he's like a direct bloodline from the hearts. Um, WWE have sacked him, I think, three times. I think they've hired him on three different occasions and sacked him due to attitude issues and stuff like that. Jeez. Uh, MLW sacked him about two months ago. Because of attitude issues and stuff. That was the last then, I heard about him. Because he yeah. was their top champ, wasn't he? He was doing really well. I don't think he had the top strap. I think uh, your man, what do you call him? The MMA fighter, Lawler. I think he had it for a Come long on. time. Teddy was there, though. He was doing really well. Him and him, Pillman Jr. and Harry Swift were doing really well. And then MLW sort of swept it under the rug and got rid of him. 
apparently he had done like a ruckus at a hotel or something and they just went fuck that um and now he's been caught trying to smuggle i think it's a load of grass isn't it he's probably so, got more like intent for distribution and stuff so it's on charges of possession allegedly of schedule, schedule free narcotic <laughs> with uh intent to sell or distribute so uh, i think schedule free narcotic is steroids i think bloody Nora. not good i think but yeah i mean it, it, he's one of the heart family he's a big big oh, i'd say a big name in wrestling he's a heart yeah that's an instantly a big name in wrestling and uh he's he's in the mud in he the broke mud. in with like jack you know jack evans for a dog whenever he was like yep. the big indie sensation that's when teddy hart was banging about in the indies he was supposed to be class and then he just never made it unfortunately Good. I'm trying to find the next bit of news. I'm trying to see what's interesting. Jim Ross wants to sign Nick Aldis. Decent signing. Uh, are we taking this off Jim Ross's podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So JR had a segment on his podcast where he was talking about, he mentioned Jeff Cobb and Lance Archer as two great big men. He didn't mention Brian Cage, which was interesting. Um, he mentioned Lance Archer, Jeff Cobb, and then Brody Lee slash whatever he called him in WWE, I forget. Luke Harper. Luke Harper, there you go. Mm. And then he said that any company in the world would be lucky to have Nick Aldis. If he was available, I'd send him immediately. Well, he's, um, he's a big lad. He can talk. He can wrestle. I think I think that's what he, he was getting more at, the fact that he can wrestle, he can handle himself. And I think he was having pops at WWE. Because WWE have refused in the past to send Aldis. Um, it just, I think Trips doesn't like him or something. And anytime he gets near getting a tryout, he just they won't sign him despite his wife working up there mm. obviously he's married to mickey james just oh, i mean she's doing loads isn't she um kathy kelly is leaving after takeover she was quite good at her job i quite like kathy kelly any idea why was there some sort of i think in... by, judging by her statement on twitter the little standard notes iphone notes statement it's just it's literally a change of scenery I mean, it's, it no. must be it must be a ridiculous schedule if you're not a wrestling fan or you're not sort of like a, a full in, fully into Well, she was NXT's she main was NXT, one. Though. So it's not, mm. it wasn't exactly, um, so she was couple, occasionally on main roster, I think. Yeah, you got to remember. Ago, she was rumoured to be dating Dream, like Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah. And that was the big rumour. So I don't know, maybe they've, it's all speculation. Like maybe they've split up and she doesn't want to work there anymore. You've or... got to remember that their contract with Full Sail runs up next month and we don't ah. know what's happening after that because obviously i'm in florida in may but there's no tickets out for the for after after march at the moment so nobody knows what's happening whether they're going to re-sign with full sale whether they're going to start moving around if she's heard backstage that they are going to start moving around maybe that's a reason for her to, to decide that actually i don't want to travel around the states and have to fly over to all these overseas stuff if nxt is not going to be here week to week mm. but yeah I, I i quite liked her but She's leaving, unfortunately. Uh, Matt Hardy has turned down another deal with the WWE, and he will be on Monday Night Raw, despite PCO being killed. has offered him a ROH World Championship match. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he went to Ring of Honor. You know, he has a big... Or a bit, and then over to AEW, eventually, I reckon. But it's, how long's a bit? Because he's supposed to be big Dark Order man, isn't he? Yeah, that How long can off. Yeah, they, they, I, that I think that's going to be Christopher Daniels yeah. or one of it's, the guys already being, on the roster. I don't think they're they're giving it to someone that's said. I, th- I think they're telegraphing too much that it is Daniels for it to actually be Daniels. 
like the way that they're they're running yeah. the angles at the moment. So like Kazarian or something. I, I don't know who it would be, but I think because there's a lot of internet rumours about it being Daniels, I think they're playing into that, but I don't think that'll be the Give it to Darby Allen. Fucking completely throw people off. Just Darby Allen as a jungle boy. Jimmy Havoc. Give it Havoc. Jimmy Havoc's not we we covered this last week, like, but Havoc's not gonna be anywhere near um Yeah, not till like until he's he's done with them as well. One minor (coughs) little bit of news from the melt uh Tito Ortiz has, uh, has been training at the pre the WWE PC. He's been there a week and he's got very. He's apparently he's heard great things about his work ethic and enthusiasm. So, yeah, there but we go. he was former TNA, wasn't he? Like he did things with them, I think. I I'm pretty sure they had Tito Ortiz come out to challenge Aces and Aces and Aces at some point. Like I'm for, or, yeah. Was it? Unless I correct you wrong, I'm looking at what Kemp's is saying, but I know he, he beat uh, Alberto oh, in an MMA really. match recently, didn't he? He, um, he absolutely annihilated Del Rio. Maybe WWE will just book him against Cain Velasquez to try and promote Cain so that Brock can beat him again. I don't know. That's why I don't know who he is. He's an MMA fighter. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've just seen someone with Declan showing Marco Stunt for leader of Dark Order. Could be. Why not? Why in the world not? Um, Tanea Conti is back in a house show for NXT and has recently yeah, this is, with a shirt released. Front. Yeah, I am released, and then she's turned up with a shirt, a shirt with released on. Fucking stupid. Fuck off. Get out of NXT. <laughs> she can't <laughs> wrestle, and she's clearly got no personality. Fuck off. Because she's got a lot of personality. She's trying to put fun at it. Wrestling, I'm the. She's got a black belt in something. That's all I know about. She's also going to be Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Key for their Brazilian demographic, which is another one of the markets of it's trying to. Latina. Then just whack somebody else. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're not going to whack someone else. That would be big bad. Big bad. Um, Yeah, I think that's all the news. All All the news of any. Decent, uh, MLW a few with WWE about something, but I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, it's basically it goes back to contract tampering from 2018, so it's, there's not much news to it other than sources have released that MLW have over 200 documents that prove WWE were doing contract tampering and they could swing that hammer at them at any point. Oh, yeah, I read a little bit about it. MLW are fuming. Yeah, absolutely fuming. Fucking iffy, isn't it? WWE doing things that are a bit iffy. <gasps> Shock horror. No. The concern, no. Like, the big concern is that if MLW go after him for that, the reason WWE will try and settle is that it brings in the dispute, the legitimacy of WWE's contracts. Yeah. And it mm. would mean that like independent contractors could literally go, fuck you, I'm out, and just walk out without like the 90-day release clause and shit. So yeah, anyway. WWE are trying their hardest to sort of keep away from court cases with their contracts. Because as soon as there's legal standing for their contracts to be disputed and opened up and looked into the legitimacy of it, it comes into like union and workers' rights and stuff. And it could cause fuckloads of issues for WWE down the line. They'd have to pay like uh, medical insurance and pensions and stuff for their workers rather than the way Vince runs it at the Then it brings up, yeah, it brings in the old should the WWE be unionized and or wrestlers yeah, be unionized? So it brings in that debate. It would open a massive can of worms and I think WWE will do everything they can to keep it away. Yeah. 
try and keep it as private as possible. Yep. She probably should do in terms of contracts. But there you go. Right. Should we jump into the actual wrestles? Big wrestles. I watched Raw this week. Did you enjoy I it? it? I thought it was pretty decent. We got to talk about Raw. Okay. Either way. Because uh, big trash. Big Shayna Baszler did bite. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, yes, Shayna Baszler is a vampire. <laughs> I mean, um, she's not. But this, it's. This... Like, she bit someone on the neck. How is that not making you a vampire? It, well, it, it, it's a way to introduce yourself. It just makes you an aggressive lover, Matt. Passionate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there was no consent Passion. there. There was no consent there, so that's right. No. If those, are, those are your options. You're either saying it's, it's to do with her being her lover, in which case that was rape, or alternatively, she's a vampire. Wow. You would have, you would have thought those would be options. Vampire... Or criminal. <laughs> no. I'll be honest, it doesn't bother me. Like I know there was a big kick up and I know Matt really hates it. Um it made me laugh. It it didn't bother me. It looks stupid as fuck because she clearly bit a blood capsule in her mouth, which mm. is the only way to pull it off, obviously. I don't think the segment needed it necessarily, but I'm not that fussed by it. It didn't need why does Shayna Bay Shayna Bay's is already a badass. She's already got win a win over Becky. She's already proven herself to main roster people in the build-up to Survivor Series. Why do you not need to try and make her look like more of a badass by making her bite Becky Lynch on the neck? Because, like, what is it? It's like 80%, it's... 80% of the people that watch main roster don't watch NXT. But she was on the main roster four times in the build-up to Survivor Series. Who gives a fuck? That doesn't Honestly, count. Honestly, four really. times? Like, she's, pro- she's proven herself as a badass up there. She's main she doesn't, a she doesn't need to bite a blood capsule to... Make people look at her as a legitimate badass. If they just had her absolutely murder people, like they have done on NXT in the past, we wouldn't need any of this. Absolutely murder their champion. No, have have her murder two people in the build up to this fucking. If if if, uh, is it Bailey that's fighting at Saudi or is it? um, Uh, They they would go. Bailey and Carmella were going to have a match at Saudi for the title. Um, That mysteriously got scrapped, so it happened on SmackDown. Ah, right. Okay. in that, yeah, so in that case, it's going to be an elimination chamber, isn't it? But you've got time to build Shayna as a legitimate, like, badass before then. You don't need to have a bite in blood capsules. As long as it's not something they repeat, I've got no real concerns with it. I want her to come out with Gary Brown probably... Christian next week. Okay, no. It will probably, probably be a promo next week from Shayna saying, I took, a, I took something from Becky from her neck and now I'm going to take a title. Lol. Did it for the bants. Um, what else happens? Matt Hardy defended the guy who stole his missus. I got big up um, and then got <laughs> big, <battered>. big concerto. <laughs> RKO death. I'm trying to think what else happened. Oh, you're right, Dak. I forgot. Gangrel is now back in ROH. Completely forgot about that. Uh, Becky versus Asuka. <laughs> Street Profits. Becky versus Asuka was really good. Yeah, so uh, Becky really was, liked that. That was the intro to the Baszler segment. Yeah. It was a pretty good match from what I've heard. Drew McIntyre um, decapitated MVP, who's back, apparently, for whatever reason. Sarah um, Logan died for Rhea Ripley's sins. Yeah, so... Ricochet versus uh, Bobby was really good. I really enjoyed that. MVP is back because they're, they're highlighting all of the ruthless aggression era people because Cody knows them all and Vince McMahon is a paranoid wanker who doesn't want anybody going to AEW. Or because MVP's working backstage now as an agent. And, and they asked them to come out and, and, do and he got that contract because 
Vince is scared of MVP he got that going contract after. because Paul Heyman loves him. I I disagree. I think they he got that Plus contract. MVP and Vince Drew have a bit of history together, so makes sense. Um, Ricochet versus Bobby Lashley was decent. That was a follow-on to Ricochet beating Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins last week. Yes. Um, like I said, Randy Orton, Chunk and Chad have Matt Hardy, and then uh, eight-man tag to finish the night. That's pretty much <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, Alistair Black and Tazawa, but that don't really count. Uh, Tazawa died. Big jobber, but he jobs very well. He's a good hand. <laughs> don't say that to Sean Spears. Oh no, he will be fuming. Yes, the WWE's network show about ruthless aggression. I'm looking forward to watching that. That's our tonight. I think. I think after, it's after takeover. After takeover, that looks really interesting. Forgot to take over tonight. Can't watch it. Everyone forgot takeover was the night because this week's episode yeah. of NXT was shit and was not a build up to takeover. <clears throat> go home shows are always shit. No, go home shows are supposed to build excitement and make you think, oh, yes, that I want that. That hasn't been a good go home show. This it? week's go home show had, by the way, you know the main feud we've been highlighting the last two weeks? It's on next week's <laughs> NXT. <laughs> yes. But we'll talk about SmackDown first. Go for it. I have not watched SmackDown, so I have no idea what happened. Uh, I seen one thing that apparently Bray Wyatt interrupted Hogan, and then I went, "Why is Hogan on SmackDown?" <laughs> what? Because Saudi Arabia's coming up, and he's oh, the, the Saudi fuck money. I completely. Yeah. Are they doing Team Rick versus Team Hogan this Saudi, or was that last Saudi? No, that was last, last Saudi. Saudi. We've got we've got a a, a big cup. Uh, it's not called the Best in the World Cup or the World Cup or whatever. We just call it the Big Cup. But they, yeah, Batista's coming back for this big cup in Saudi Arabia. Batista's retired, though. Yeah, he's already not retired anymore. It's it's been released <laughs> by like I think there's like eight or nine sources on the internet are all saying no. that Batista's coming out of retirement for this. What are we laying off in Kevin Nash appear and then because he recently came back from stem cell surgery as well. He's going to appear, isn't he? Yes. Oh, yeah. big daddy Diesel, Hong Kong. <laughs> Blow demo. I'm take over later. We'll do AEW first. Just before uh, we do, have we, we talked about the... Or are we just not? Are you just skip this right now? <laughs> oh, I haven't watched it, so I don't know if anything good oh, happens. Sweet. Yeah, that's I was good. hoping uh, by now someone would have said something good, but no. they haven't. Ha- have we all seen the WWE accidentally leaked the lineup for Elimination Chamber? Oh, no, that's not WWE. That's um, just arenas. They always do that. Yeah. Uh, it was on an advert in SmackDown. Yeah, oh no, it's on an advert in just in one place where where NXT is, where yeah. NXT is, where Elimination yeah. Chamber is. Um, Regional it's news. The arena being knobheads. Yeah. They always try and sell tickets to announce. <gasps> oh, yes, Otis but, happened on SmackDown, why, didn't he? Poor Otis. Oh, oh, big Otis, big cry. Why would you put Bobby Roode in the Elimination Chamber if you were trying to sell it? Cannon fodder. Oh, it doesn't matter. Roman's winning, isn't it? Literal <laughs> cannon fodder. <laughs> Is there going to be two Elimination Chamber matches? Or? No, there's only one. I think it's only one for... I think the Elimination Chamber is only for SmackDown. There will probably be two because they'll need a woman's title challenger and they'll probably have to... They'll probably do that. There's always... Well, for the last, like, ten years, I've been to... The last ten years? It's pushing over. Oh, right. The last five years. I've only been watching it for three years. So I think I there's only been five... I think five <laughs> years still pushing it. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to find bloody. I'm trying to find a report for this week's NXT because I haven't watched that either. I've watched the highlights. And I can't find. Type in Bleacher Report NXT. And I did that, and it's not the up to date. Brought to you by the Bleacher Report, Manscape, and Blue Chew. 
Just get real, real hard, trim it down, and read about some sports. All right. I've got the AEW one, Perfecto. That came up well. NXT. They're clearly trying to hide it. Fam. Go on, him. Do big... um, Right, uh, here we go. Um, Val Venus did big naughty talk. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about it. No. Tough. You're vamping while I'm looking. The the best the best part about that. Give it to me. You look at, at Na- you look at Nyla Rose's Twitter, and she put a tweet out which was Xbox noise in like uh, quotation marks, and then it was just a photo where she photoshopped an Xbox 360 achievement that was a thousand G make Valvinus relevant on the internet again. Yes, which fantastic, which fucking brilliant, a, a brilliant response. Uh, has he been because... made relevant? Oh, anyone cares? Still, yeah, uh, like, it's I just think a one, knob. I think one of the cracking tweets I read, I read about it was a guy Eric Stevens, who's like an indie wrestler, um, wrote Val Venus should uh, focus on trying to be an employed wrestler. Never mind uh, whatever he had said. Mm. Obviously, yeah. hasn't been working anywhere for years. Yeah, so he first, firstly, he kicked off that Nyla had won the title, and then he started kicking off about Tessa Blanchard being a men in the men's division and WWE removing the word women's from the NXT title. No, right. If, if we're talking about it, like he posts, by the way, did NXT have now called the Backlow women's title this week? So their whole removing the women's lasted a fucking week. Um, but with all Venus, he posted a picture of a great day and was like, I now identify as a great day and I'm going to enter the whatever dog show and win XL dog competition. And he's literally one of those guys. Like, I bet, I bet he's, this is all brought on because he once got hard while looking at a dick in porn and he secretly thinks dicks are delicious. So now everything that's not fucking straightened down the road for him, he's completely against. There we go. Right. Let's jump into AEW and. I watched it in full, like I, like I usually do. I usually alternate between NXT and A-Dub weekly. So My one issue one. was when I was watching it live, it went down for three minutes during the Nyla. I've heard um, many people think there was the whole of Fight TV. Yeah, the whole of Fight TV lost their footage for three minutes. I think it was during an ad break because it didn't disrupt the flow of the TV broadcast. That's lucky. Um, but I think what caused it was Nyla fucked uh, Riho into the camera and it okay. caused an outage during the ad break and then when they came back they just kind of kept going and didn't really mm. miss much like i can't remember who kicked off the night i remember the first match did anything kick off tonight i think it went straight into the first match didn't it i mean to be honest i i, I watched that, uh, like broken down highlights of aw i just didn't have the time your report while you're there jack and just like look at the fucking um no i'm, I'm i am i've got it there, the only one I there wasn't remember. an intro segment it was yeah i think i was because i was only trying to remember whether there was but we went straight into um scu versus omega and hangman for the tag team titles and i thought it was a very good match and i really liked the ending really liked the ending um with the was it the end of, was the end of this match with the um, Kazarian oh, grabbing the ropes was that one? Yeah, that the, the, the start was the dark order, but where like they obviously flicked up on the screen. Oh, yeah, that, and yeah. then Daniels goes, I'm gonna go sort this out and ran backstage. So I thought that was nice touch because it got obviously Daniels being ringside gives them an advantage, even if they are faced, they still have someone at the ringside sort of distract and stuff. And him leaving 
gives them an excuse for they can come back and go, oh, CD was distracted and shit like that. Yeah, and and it also pays into the whole internet saying that Chris Daniels is the leader of the Dark Order. If he fucks off and then they turn up and he doesn't come back. Yeah. It's almost too obvious now, isn't it? For it to be that's what they're going to do. That's why I don't think it'll be him eventually. But they might like it. W- it would make storyline sense if it was him. It would also make sense to, for that to be a swerve. So, you know, it, it could it, they can still go either way with it. But um, Omega and Handbang they won. They retained the titles. Even Megan who? Omega Handman. Alright, because you called them Hangbang there. Hangbang. Yeah. Hang yeah, that, like, that could be what? their name. Hangbang. Kenny Hangman has uh, retained the title. In, uh, Kenny Hangman? I see you will get another shot at it, surely, because yeah. of all the shit. Uh, I don't think so. I think unless they win that thing that's on next week, the big cluster. Obviously, after, after the match, all the tag teams in AEW came down. So we had Dark Order, the Flippy Boys, um, what are they called the hybrids? Hybrid two, yeah. Uh, Butcher and the Blades, best friends, and the Young Bucks, Ryan. which Jim Ross called the Bucks of Youth, which was very a Matt Hardy reference. Nice, yes, nice it was indeed. Um, and they all did their. We got a match coming up, so we better stare each other down. Well, right. So one of the things I'll say that A Dub's been doing recently, and they're doing it really well, is they're promoting the matches on the next couple of weeks' cards really early. And they're letting you know what's going in. Like, I knew going into this week, I think three or four of the matches going into this week's NXT, I don't think I knew any of them. Like, and I think that may be one of the things that's helping draw eyes to them. They're slightly beaten in. You know what's coming up, yeah. Yeah, so you know what you're getting. You knew this week you were getting Hangman and uh, Hangman and Omega against SCU, which was good. You knew you were getting, I think, the Santana Ambrose match or Santana Moxley match was advertised. It was. There was a couple of other things advertised. Ah, the Reho fucking thingy match was advertised as well. So you knew you were getting those going and you knew they were going to be on the card and it looks like a solid card. Whereas NXT, sorry to keep jumping between AEW and NXT, but NXT haven't done that for a while. Like, other than like next week they've advertised a match. But there's not that consistency of what you're going to get with NXT, and I think it's helping the draw eyes towards AEW. The, the difference is AEW are advertising it on their own show the week before. NXT write a report and do like an NXT exclu- or a, a WWE exclusive like two days before mm-hmm. to announce the matches, but, and no, but, nobody's going to go out of their way to watch all that shit. Whereas yeah. if they say on the week before, like we know that Roddy Strong is fighting Velveteen Dream next week because that that was said on NXT, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way to go on WWE dot com to find out what the matches are two days before NXT. I'm just going to watch NXT. I'm what curious. I, what I compare that to? That's similar to like when AEW, they don't do it as much now, but when they were expecting people to watch BTE to know what the story yeah, is, yeah. Going, it's expecting someone yeah. to go out and watch or read additional content to know what's yeah. happening next week, whereas now AEW are just like, here's all our matches, it's up to you. Well, that's always been WWE's problem because they've had so much, so many shows going on that they, ex- they expected you to see them all. I yeah, mean, I and mean, then... I'm, I'm curious. I wonder if AEW actually do run adverts on TNT or run adverts uh, on TV often to advertise what the matches are coming up in comparison to WWE. Because I don't think WWE do that at all. TNT advertise AEW during like their basketball games and sporting events, stuff that where there's potential for crossover fans. I think the Young Bucks were at a basketball game on TNT, weren't they? Yeah, and they super kicked the mascot or something. So. 
If you ever watched a YouTube video ever on YouTube about wrestling, or every single advert you get is the fucking AEW one. Yeah. Smoothman said in the chat, do you think NXT numbers are low because people think they'd think people think I'd rather watch AEW and catch NXT on the network after Smoothman, you're a weird question. Do you think NXT numbers are low? Low in quotation marks. Um because only just watch it later. this week, by the way. I yeah. agree with what Smooth had said. It, I do think that, that could come in. I think in it's here. easier like, to do that, isn't it? To yeah. yeah, so unless you're a fake, unless you're watching on fake, um, getting an AA dub on demand is pretty hard. You'd have to record it or find a rerun, whereas most people have the WWE Network. Even if you don't use it other than when a takeover or the Royal Rumble pops up, I know I still have it, and basically it's every time a pay-per-view comes on, I fancy watching, I'll throw it on. It's the only reason I still have it. Yeah. Um, um, that, we should have talked about this in the news, but have we seen that their pay-per-views are going off the network? As soon as they do, I will cancel my network. What? Uh, so, I don't think they are. I think Vince that was a McMahon, Vince McMahon has said in their, like, end of oh, their GM call thing um, that they are looking to ship off pay-per-views to an external third yeah, party. that doesn't mean they're going off. They're looking, looking into it. it, they increase the profits. I think that's a reactionary statement to the fact they lost four hundred million. Um, like they lost they made the big loss, sacked their two CEOs or whatever they were. Yes, yeah, and then their stock plummeted four hundred million mm. um, yeah. in value overall. I think personally that's a reactionary statement from Vince to try and get people back on side. Look, we're gonna look into making pay per view money again. In reality, Vince is too smart a businessman. To know that he can't, he can't physically sell twelve pay per views a year. But you can't. You can't. Not in this market. You, WWE does not produce good enough wrestling and storytelling to sell to the quantity they would need. No, oh, I, I agree. It's they they put all their eggs in one basket with the network because because this this is what got, this goes even far back to the fucking punk podcast where he's having to go around asking. So when the network kicks in, how are all the boys going to get paid? Because obviously, because obviously the guys who were on the card got a bit, got a bit more money depending or got a share of the revenue from the pay-per-view. So you'd have to break into that whole model again, which would be significantly less than what they get now, because the numbers are going to be horrifically low if they, if they go down the pay-per-view route. And there's no way it would work. They, they, they were pioneers in a network thing that, that, we can we can rip the network as much as we like, but the fact is, it was a fucking good thing. It still is a good thing for a tenner a month. It's not terrible content at all, um, and you can go. You got your archives and all that sort of jazz as well. So I don't, I can't see it happening. Maybe maybe a right toast in the sense that it was just a just to shit everyone up a little bit, I guess. Selling the big four and keeping the rest. I mean, no, that that that's that's the almost the USP of it just gone. Personally, I, honestly, I think go. as soon as they sell any of the pay per views off, one those pay per views, the views on them will drop like fuck. Nobody will go watch them. I'm not going to go and buy a WWE pay per view again. I pay ten pound a month. If they get 120 pound a month a year off me, if I cancel my network, that's it. I just won't pay unless they it. do a tiered system where 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 you have an additional tier because i know that they were thinking of doing this because there, there was they were doing surveys about this ages ago where uh where you're gonna you raise do, it to 15 to put indie stuff on weren't they? oh the, yeah there was that and also you could you could in theory have like okay you, you pay 20 dollars and you get the big four uh, five dollars and you get the um 
you get like, some of them and some access to some of the back catalogue. And basically just, just make it like a tiered system. I mean, yeah, I mean, in theory, it would work, but it's hard to say, really, isn't it? Ten of month's constant revenue, as Ruth said in the chat. That's true, but then the numbers are fluctuating so much at the minute from the network use, it's not really constant revenue stream, though. Is it because some months people just let it go out and some people don't bother? I've just dropped something. Fair enough. Let's get back on track. A-Dub. How are we talking about the network when it's A-Dub? Because <laughs> A-W needs to be on the WWE network. There we go. Yeah. Fucking what? What's his face? Segway. Um, Vince Russo, AEW and WWE are working together. Love to see it. Um, <laughs> next match was Dustin Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. Now, I, I like the match. I thought the match was okay. I don't agree with Dustin getting away yeah, back I, in Dustin Sammy. There's winning. no need for it, other than Weird. at the end of the match, they announced that Sa- or Dustin's going to take on Jack Hager at the pay per view, which will be Jack's in ring debut. That's the only reason for giving Dustin that win. I understand why um, Dustin was there because it's his hometown. So it makes yeah. sense in that sense. But Sammy Guevara is supposed to be a big future boy, like big future heel boy. Yeah, but you give Sammy a couple of wins again. No one's going to be talking about the time he lost the. the but Dustin. then you got to look at this, like, because obviously WWE would do this with, oh, that's good. That's great. He's beating a big star like. Matt Hardy, but then when Matt Hardy loses a constant, it loses its effect. So if Dustin's winning occasionally and then people beat him, it still keeps that aura of, wow, he's beating a massive name there. Yeah. So it, it it's weird to do Sammy's it to, fine. To, to, to do um, what's his face, Hager, but I'm sure, I'm sure Sammy Guevara would be okay after this. I'm getting concerned about this AEW pay-per-view. The thing that excites me about things like TakeOver is that they're, you know they're going to be two and a half, three hours max. This AEW pay-per-view has got eight or nine matches on it already. It's starting to feel like a I think fucking... there's only two confirmed, isn't there? Yeah, but uh, there's, there's, you've got... Yeah, MG- Storyline-wise, they... they MGF. Yeah, there must be at least three, because you've got MGF versus Cody. You've got Swagger versus... There's Sorry, four, Hager, four announced. Hager versus Gold Dust. What are the other two? John Moxley um, versus Chris Jericho. Jericho, Moxley, MJF, Cody, um, Page and Omega versus the Battle Royale winner. Yeah. And Hager versus Rhodes. Yeah, but there's there's no way that Dustin Rhodes gets a match on there if there's not going to be a load of flippy stuff to counteract that. So they said already um, after one of the first pay-per-views that they're going to cap it between three and a half and four hours is what they're going to cap all their pay-per-views to. They're not going to run it longer because I think one of them was four and a half. One of the first few that they were doing, I think it was before they got TV. But they came out afterwards and said they were going to cap it between three and a half and four hours, which is probably the perfect length length, uh, for one of those pay-per-views. Yeah, because takeover is around three, three and a half hours most times, isn't it? Yeah, more towards the three-hour mark. So, yeah, and takeover is always really good. So, if they can keep it to that length... Yeah, I just... I'm, I, no... it, as long as it's under four and a half hours, I don't mind. I just... I, I, I'm fed up with the WWE stretched out, yeah. boring pay-per-views of, like, utterly pointless matches. Like, I, I get that Jack Swagger versus Goldust sort of feeds into the storyline, but at the same time... Really don't care. That match is one hundred percent for Goldust to sort of help get Swagger's uh, rust off because yeah. Swagger hasn't wrestled in fucking a year, maybe longer. 
uh, Dustin is a, a veteran and can he did that in WWE for years. Like he was wrestling the younger guys, he'll carry anyone, guys that are coming so, back. Yeah. That's all it's going to be. He yeah. carried him a sort of half decent match. Taker will win. Don't think it'll be a match. Go on and fight. I think will. I think, think it'll, it'll be, be like a, a brawl, sort of hardcore slap about for five ten minutes and then Hager will kill him. Yeah, Hager. I Hager think it'll be. I, I, yeah. I personally think it'll be a minute squash. Hager's going to absolutely destroy. They're not going to bury him in a minute because he has to like eventually. Well, not eventually, but down the line and the top of the ones he'll be tagging with Cody again. They won't bury him in a minute. It'll be like a five I, I, ten I, I minutes fucking. Hot I don't think it's burying. Back. I think it's. Hager well, it is losing being a big, big boy. No, 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 it's not. It's, it's solidifying Hager as a, as a bastard. And putting Dustin as, you know, more backstage role, which he's doing. Fair enough. Um, but I think, because they need, they need Hager to be the big MMA boy. Not. Mm, yeah, I suppose. Um, let's move on. Uh, Britt Baker. Last week, I shut on Britt Baker, saying she was absolutely wank. I thought this promo was excellent. What a burger. What a burger. Yeah. So, I, like, our heat promos are getting better. Um, like, they don't bother me as much, and I, I kind of just lean into the fact she's going to take pops at the commentators now. It's funny. Yeah. That's, that's, that's her job. That's what she's uh, there to do. But, um, yeah, I she's don't dead. care about the dentistry stuff. Oh, just Stop thinking. talking about cavities and all the rest of the nonsense. I don't care. What? But it's like a burger. Okay, do you say that about Jericho? Well, you do, like. But when he starts <laughs> talking about when yeah. Jericho talks about his rock band and stuff like that, it's something that the fans know about outside. And the fact that it's eating at fans like you know, it's working because she's a hill. But it makes me skip the rest of her promo, so I have no idea what she said. Basically, it's only like a minute and a half about wrestling. <laughs> She um she just you know did the standard insult people and whatnot insult the yeah, crowd. Much. What a burger! Uh, <laughs> she claimed that Nyla Rose and Riho are second to her, they're worse than her, and she should be in the match pretty much. And that um she obviously did. It was Sakazaki. She twatted her last week. Um, yeah, where I she lost. knocked out the teeth. Uh, and she tried to try to justify that by saying she was the best women's wrestler, pretty much. Yeah. In the division, she deserved to that, have that title shot. But yeah, like I said, I, I shat on her last week, but um, in the DMs. But I thought this week was a much improved promo. I didn't feel bored for it. I say that much. So it's one bad, one good, one bad, one good so far. So we're we're getting there slowly. It's almost like she's sort of growing in confidence bit by bit. She. She's gonna be really good. You know, I'm really. Uh, it's just getting there and just sort of feeling the crowd. It's just because sort of, obviously she was such a, a baby face before. I presume, I guess, and sort of growing into that yes. heel role. It's yeah. what they wanted her to be. She just never got over as it, so they just yeah. turned her heel, um, yeah. and it's working. So, well, she never got over because the matches she had were never that great. Because she's a fucking dentist. And yeah, her, her face promos were just bland. Yeah. Like they were. They didn't make me want to turn off. They just didn't make me want to watch. She's product. just a fucking dentist. But it must be really hard to do it. A fa- to be a genuine face and get and yeah, get over. You, you have to have charisma. You have to have charisma yeah. to be a face. Or so Matt, would you say that Cody Rhodes has charisma? I I no. So that this literally just. I'm sorry. Ten seconds. I'd have said, or you have to have massive fan support from something else. There you go. Cody Rhodes is the number one babyface in the world right now. You're 
You're he doesn't have any charisma, though, does he? He does, like... Yeah. No, he doesn't. Roman Reigns, best baby face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, let's talk about that's that women's match. That, um, that's pretty much what he said. I thought um, the match was decent. I was dreading it going in because I'm not a huge fan of Nyla in the ring. Uh, but she did her job well. She threw I'm not a huge fan of either about. of them. They, I, they do a job. Well, Rio's never there, so I wouldn't know if she did a job or not. Um, <laughs> but Nyla's okay. Uh, but to have Nyla win was the right call, purely because Rio's never there. So yeah. Nyla was going to win the title originally, I think, until she made the 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 rapist comment on Twitter. So they backed oh, off her. She turned around. Someone was complaining to her. Um, so she she backed, she turned it around with, oh, did your daddy touch you in your special oh, yeah, when right. you were a kid? Oh. So, like, AEW railed her back on social media after that and sort of pushed her to the background and she got suspended and all that. And they sort of pushed her to the background in the women's division and just gave it to Riho. Um, from reading from what Meltzer has said, Riho gets uh, the loudest pop. On the majority of shows, yeah, but like she's Mount's got a weird boner for Japanese. People. He does, but <laughs> like she does get a reaction, and oh, you can see how she plays the sympathetic <laughs> baby face. She's a small girl, basically getting slapped about by a lot of older people, so she'll get that from the fans, kids, and probably women will love her. Yeah, because she is a kid, so <laughs> yeah, gonna relate. Twenty two, twenty two. They said on commentary this week. So, like, she does. That get might a not be true. Action. What with Jr. Can be th- can, she could be 48, it's JR. It, wasn't, it, was, it was Excalibur that oh, said fair it. Enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, what did you guys think of the match then? The, the, match, was, the match was good. They, they, they had the right outcome from it. Um, it's one of the best match, women's division matches they've had on AEW so far. Yeah. I would uh, say so. Would so say one so. of the things I saw on Twitter, and I didn't even realise because I'm not that up in American culture at the minute, uh, Sony Kiss came out and said after the match that AEW had made a black trans woman their champion in Black History Month or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's a big move for them as well. Obviously, you get the the trans thing is a big victory for that movement and stuff. And obviously, Black History Month. So let her have the title for a while. I still think they're going to build Statlander up to take it off her. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy enough for her to carry the I don't think for a while, fear. though, because obviously the whole Statlander thing was she needed to beat the Nightmare Collective to get that. But there's no Nightmare yeah. anymore, um, is there? But there's no Nightmare anymore, so I think she's been pushed to the... Not essentially to the back of the queue, but it's going to be a, a little to, while. They'll have to I, come up with a different way of building her up. Yeah. Okay. But I then, don't I, think Statlander will have a title. I think, I think she will. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think she will. I, I just think... It's going to be. It's going to look a, a, a lot more forced this time around. Yeah, it it, it yeah, doesn't. Need, there, there's no rush. For you. you could just feed a few random jobbers to Nyla for a little while, and it'll be fine. Just get that win loss record up. Yeah. Unlike Smoothman's win uh, kill death record. Oh. Um, five and forty. Oof. KDR. Oof, that, that's five kills and forty deaths. Your KDR is in the mud, <laughs> Smoothman. In the fucking mud, mate. But no, very good match. Right result. In my opinion, I didn't. Obviously, I didn't watch the whole of the AW show. I know, kill me. But um, I, I watched the highlight show. It didn't do it much justice. I heard it was a really good match, but I said it didn't really give it. It was better than the first was... one. When was it? October. Possibly, I, I couldn't tell you. My one concern about the match was, I think 
Rico hit her with a Northern Knights suplex or something. <laughs> and to me, that was a bit... Uh, was, was, I was, was, was that like a snapdragon she hit? It was two snapdragons. Yeah, in that, that to me, I was kind of like, <laughs> love, love, come on. You're not hitting us. She's like two to three times your weight. You're not hitting her with a snapdragon. I didn't, I didn't get to see... The best this. bit was like... The, the the table spot. Um, I heard there was a really good table spot in that, or, or there was something to do with the table. That was last week. That was um, where the table didn't break. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! I know that. No, I know that. But wasn't oh fuck it! I'll shut up. I, I didn't. I something. didn't see any table spot in this. Match. I can't remember. One. I can't remember a table spot off the top the, of my head. Like. The Snapdragons were, were fucking hilarious because when Rio was doing it, she was falling backwards and then having to roll sideways so that Nyla Rose didn't fall on top oh, of Jesus. her. So she ends up like three <laughs> foot away from Nyla yeah. Rose when she gets to... And like, I, I, I'm i not a massive fan of Rio, but it made me laugh rather than made me really annoyed. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just it was just so funny the fact that she's hitting these snapdragons, but she's like four foot away by the time Nyla Rose hits the deck. <laughs> I get the feeling it, it it gave you the sort of laugh. Kaylee was it Kaylee Ray when she twatted the fuck out of Rhea Ripley? Yeah, when she when she booted yeah. the fence next to Ripley. <laughs> so, yeah. what did you think of the segment after the match where she goes backstage? Oh yeah, and she gets pissed off at nobody she gets giving pissed her. Off and Where's my bubbly? At, and screaming at Kenny, and I think there's five yeah. of the women. Brick Baker's there. Yeah, and I can't yeah. remember. The, uh, Chris Brick Baker was there. Is there. Twelve. A couple Stat- of the other ones, but Stat- she's Stat- screaming at them. Oh, Leva um, Bates was there. Yeah. Um, so she's oh yeah, she was saying like all oh, these are my and... contenders, and Leva Bates was there, and I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, that like, to me it was kind of like at the start I was like why and then I was like okay so if they play off this if they have her come out next week or whatever and scream that she's not getting respect then that's the thing and she just starts killing people now because she's not getting respect that could go a good storyline obviously if they build off it it works um, if not it was kind of a pointless thing to me but yeah this is probably just Something to try and solidify her as a new champion quite early on as being big bad woman who kills yeah. people I'm a bad and kills man. big men's career. Um, uh, Jungle Boy versus MGF. I thought this was actually a really good match, and I, I haven't really enjoyed Jungle Boy that much other than his tag stuff. But I the thought problem with Jungle Boy, the problem with Jungle Boy is he's essentially a jobber, but he's yeah. really good. He's too good to be a jobber, but that's his role at the moment because there isn't much going on with the I can't remember the Tiger Dinosaur Express. Lucha Express. Um, there's nothing going on with them at the moment because they're not at the forefront of the tag division like I they think were. Morris so, still isn't technically fully cleared. I know he's back. I don't think he's technically. And yeah, fully you can't. Cleared, so he have, hasn't seen him in a match or full combat. You can't yet. have him and Marco Stunt really tag team together because well, no, because they are jobbers when that happens. Yeah, mm. like uh, they're both, both Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt are the same thing in that tag team as well. It doesn't really. I yeah. don't like. I don't like them as a, a like those three together. I don't get why Marco Stunt was randomly forced into this tag team that was just a tag team. Marco's he's really good mates with them. That that just happened good. generically backstage. I, it just like you can't have um, the one that isn't Marco Stunt or Luchasaurus. I can't remember his Jungle name. Boy. Now. Jungle Boy. Yeah, you, you can't have Jungle Boy as the big bad mean guy 
and then have the other uh, Marco Stunt is the guy who tags in and flips around because like they're both just flippy dudes. But you can't have them as just flippy dudes because Marco Stunt's too small to do like double flip spots with. Yeah, yeah. It just it, it, it it's a bit disjointed. Essentially, so Spike Dudley. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. He's like half Spike Dudley, half Hornswoggle. So, did you find in this match? Because I watched this full match, I was actually really impressed. Did you find that Jungle Boy? He was like he was believable in a match against MJF. Man, I always think Jungle Boy's believable. Like, he could have easily won that match, and I'd have been fine with Jungle it. Boy, Jungle Boy felt believable against Jericho. Yeah, I think again, against people that are certainly MDF size, definitely believable. Chris Jericho, yeah, they, they had an okay match. I wasn't a massive fan of their matches, but I th- thought this match was really good. But my concern is when you get into the tag division and you're two on, like when he's two on one with somebody, I never believe that he's not going to get absolutely annihilated. There's Whereas not- Luchasaurus. Oh, Whereas Luchasaurus, if he was if he was the tag team partner, you believe that he could win a two on one battle with somebody enough to get a tag to say Jungle Boy, and then he could come in and do his flippy shit and dance around the guys after they've been worn down by by Luchasaurus. There we go, Jungle Boy, dropper, but too good to be a dropper. Should Cody have come down at the end, or, or are you happy with that? Should say again. Cody, obviously, go, should Cody come and help? No, uh, he has to tell the back from last week. Otherwise, mm. last week was pointless. There's no point in Cody being on this show if yeah. he's taking those ten lashes. Um, and what I threw in the chat there, what I was saying about that is a point, They just remind me of Key and an X Pac, and like I never had a problem with X Pac fighting bigger wrestlers. Whenever Jungle Boy develops, like, I think he's only been wrestling for like two, three years. It's not he's twenty-one, twenty-two again. See in five, six years' time, I think you're going to see him, and he'd be a fucking fantastic hand of the ring. This is where could easily fall in X-Pac Go ahead, Sergeant. This is where win-loss records come into it again, because if you start building him and he's lost all these matches, people aren't going to... But it's why they reset them each year. I was going to say, yeah, you don't need... I think they keep hold of them. I think they do, like, here's their record, but here's their overall record as well. Yeah, but the ranking... They do keep the overall record, but the rankings are based off... Of current ones, yeah. The current ones. I think, honestly, if you were to get, say, like Lucha Express, is that what you call their tag team? I keep, I'm misremembering. Yeah, yeah, say, three years down the line, they've had a really bad record. Like they've lost 40 out of whatever. Even if they go on a run and get like nine wins in the first three months, you can then go, oh, this is a team that's had their issues over the years. They've been trying to come up against bigger teams, but they've found their groove and just play it like a form team. Do you know what I mean? And build it that way. And I think that's what they're going to have to do if people are eating loads of losses. I don't think we're going to get to a stage where anybody other than Brandon Cutler has like a really bad fucking uh, record. Uh, I respect Brandon Cutler, man. Ridiculous. Huh? Yeah, it's basically for him. Now you go, George's bringing Man United references into CFL bite, and I'm not going to. But no, is it is it next week that Wardlow's got this match with Cody and still? Yeah, thinking? so next week's card is mentally stacked already. So it's you the got... go home show, isn't it? To or is that the week? Um, it, no, might, no, I think there might be another show. Let there's there's another track. one. The twenty, it's it's the 29th, So there's two yeah. more Wednesdays. So next week they've already announced Kenny Omega and Hangman versus Lucha Bros. That tag team cluster fuck. 
the Wardlow match, and then there was something else, I can't remember. But they've announced like four matches that are like fucking mental um, and should be fantastic to watch. Like. Yeah, going back to what you said about promoting matches, this is doing them well at the moment. Mm. Um, we'll talk about main event and then what happened after the main event and big, big scenes and big debuts, alleged debuts. The first promo, by the way, when because I think it was after this match because I think there's a gap between the first promo and then the yeah. main event. Yeah, like midway through the night, didn't it? The first promo when Jericho says his name, I just fanboyed in the DMs. <laughs> I was just like, "Jeff fucking come, he's here." Fucking I have come. some issues with it, but we'll we'll talk about uh, Moxley versus Santana first in eye patch on a pole match. That's <laughs> great. So I didn't mind the match. My can my issue with it is. I don't. I don't think they needed to give Santana uh, an eye patch. Uh, was the Santana promo with this week or last week? It was uh, this week. The, the, the JR interview. That why was did they baby fantastic. Face him? No, um, but what, but why did they babyface him? Uh, Humanized him more than anything. I think that's. He's a member of the going. massive heel faction. Why did yeah. they babyface him? I think it was the humanizing because he had been attacked, obviously, last week. And, his iPads. and, and it's the hypocrisy remember... of it as well. It, it's the whole hypocrisy of the whole situation as well. But they they played into it so much that he was the babyface going into the match in the end, even though he's part of the biggest heel faction that they've got. Well, yeah, what do you yeah, call but... John Moxley a babyface? Like an outright babyface? No, it's... but he's also not a heel when he's fighting one of the worst people on the card, card company. Card company? T-shirt yeah. I think they announced at the start, like they were going to go rather than heel versus babyface, it was going to be shades of grey. And like Jack said, Moxie isn't, he's not a, you couldn't call Moxie a babyface. No, but he, he's like, more of an Austin. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's like, you, you, Ortiz or whatever, whichever one of posting packaging this is, is definitely a fucking heel because he's part of the massive heel faction that are just a bunch of cunts. Yeah, but like, so, like Chris... so why do you need to babyface him? Why try and babyface him? Because he's going to go back to stabbing people in the eye next Did week. you enjoy this promo? Did you think it was well done and well produced? It just made me really taken out of the whole thing because he's gone from being a horrible man who is, we're the best, we're the best, we're the best, to, my dad was blind and I'm sad because you stabbed me in the eye. Yeah, so <laughs> his dad had died like a couple of months ago. He wanted to mention his dad on TV. His dad is probably, well, I was going to say watched. Bad choice of words. But his dad's <laughs> probably followed his career. He's finally made it to a company on national TV. And he wanted to mention his dad on Port, TV. Do you know what I mean? I think they're from Puerto Rico. I think his dad was a wrestler in Puerto Rico. Um, so obviously his, awesome, son's, his son's got um, got onto the main stage. and Blind wrestler. You know, properly happy with yeah, So he went blind at 14. How did he wrestle? Oh, did he? I thought his dad was... It his dad went blind. His dad that was a wrestler, I'm not sure. Maybe, but, maybe. like, I had no issue with it. I thought it was a really good segment, and I think this is what they should be using JR for. How did he manage to get... In pre-taped backstage, uh, pre-taped backstage segments... Yeah. Where, where you can edit he out... He can actually be, like, Attitude Era slash WWE JR, where he's fucking in a really good role for him. He puts people over, boom, do that all day long. This would have been perfect... For somebody who's not an out and out heel. And I'm sorry, and like, posters like and packaging said, are an out and out heel tag like, team. Like Chris said, is it not the hypocrisy after they've 
blind. No, because they played off the eye. hypocrisy last week. This isn't. This isn't. This wasn't him about the hypocrisy. This wasn't. This man is evil because I he stabbed me in the eye. This was feel sympathy for me. My dad was blind and now he's dead. But then didn't JR ask the question about, well, why don't, you know, sh- shouldn't you be having to go Jericho about this as well? I don't know because I did. gave up watching it halfway through again because it was just annoying me. Well, it, was taking, oh. it was taking me out of the What's suspension the of disbelief. Man, no, if you're going no, to critique it no. and go this hard if, on it, you need to if, watch the whole thing and have if, all the content. Okay, actually, I did watch the whole thing, but I can't what? remember what went what on at the fucking end of it. Because it was so fucking annoying, I just can't remember the end of it. So I might as well have just quit. Just fucking stopped watching it. Right, Matt, it you're in the naughty corner for like the next 10 minutes, mate. That's a red card. Just, just like, sin bin just, time. Just go shit. sit down. Go get yourself a wee brew or something in the next room. <laughs> I don't drink brew. <laughs> I don't drink brew. Um, Moxley won. Obviously, yeah. you can't have Moxley lose. The there were so many awkward times in this where Moxley was looking out of his eye. Like the scene, you see the big segment where like they're pushing Moxley down onto the, the corner of the steel steps and Moxley's eye patch is skewed and you could see his eye just looking. <laughs> and I was like, oh looking, fuck. Looking. Um, also, but... I never watched the New Japan thing, but Matt, you were like giving them big plaudits for how good the New Japan was at like, like filming away from it. Seen a clip and it's Moxley sitting, nothing covering his eye, and he's going, I've got my... And then he catches on and goes, oh, oh one eye uh, <laughs> at the end of the match. And it is yeah, brilliant. Looking. Yeah. It's like it starts off with this, and then he goes, oh, shit. One like, eye on you. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I wasn't watching it live, so I just watched the matches. I didn't watch, oh, okay. didn't watch the, end of the, the end of stuff. Fair. Uh, no, it's not bring that up. Talk about the match because no one cares about the match. It's about the aftermath. Um, um, in Inner Circle came out, didn't they? To yes. batter Moxley, obviously, to continue that storyline. And then Jericho was like, "Fuck it, let's get Big Boy Cobb out now." And pop massively for Cobb coming down. Looks completely he, different than the last time I'd seen him. He's grown his hair out and shit. Um, he, if you don't know Cobb, he should. He's, he's, yeah. He was in the G1 Climax, the last one, which he had, he had a pretty decent performance tonight. I don't uh, remember yeah, right I've seen some of this stuff from PWG years Three. ago. Man, um, he was in the He was massive as, and he's been an ROH for a while. Um, I think his uh, his finisher looks class, but Tour of the he world. didn't look the really Irish. class at Moxley because it looked like he struggled because Moxley's a tall fucker. Mm. Um, and the very start of it, it seemed like Moxie's feet were almost touching the ground, but it does look class when he hits it. But um, obviously, he's got a, he's got pedigree behind him. He was PWG champion for ages. He was a big boy. The Olympics as well. He's uh, that's why it's a massive get for AEW because obviously he's a, he's a he's a typical WWE man. But there was reports coming out that AEW are looking for the bigger boys to come in, like like you said earlier about uh, the Brody Lees, Jeff yeah. Cobbs. Uh, Nick Aldis says whatever, um, but he was obviously he was obviously Ring of Honor TV champion, I think, and he beat Osprey to become double champ, Ring of Honor TV, and never were open weight champ in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's you know he's done a fair a fair bit already. So so yeah, he's been offered a deal as we'll say earlier on in the chat. He's been offered a deal at AEW, and he wants a New Japan deal. Yeah, so. I mean, are, 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 what do what do you think about that then? I mean, are, 
If you're AEW, would you be cool with that? Well, he's, he's still, he's still, he's give still him the Moxley the... Jericho deal and just let him go do it whenever he's not working. He's for still him. on the he's like he's still under Ring of Honor, but he's not under contracts at all. So, so he's obviously as well, as well part of the inner circle. So I figured, obviously, he's not part of the inner circle. He's just the mercenary. I don't think he will. I think no. I think he's a hard hitman. They've like they mentioned it so much on the show to like to make sure that people were aware he's not part of the inner circle. He's a hard hitman that Jericho's brought in. So I think he could do this match against Moxley next week, and then we won't see him for a while. And yeah, then when he comes the... back and he'll be his own man, he won't be part of the inner circle. Obviously, it was. I, I was thinking straight away, why the hell are they putting him up against Moxley just to lose? Because Moxley's not gonna not gonna lose. But then I thought, if he's not under contract, he's got no obligation to be there. They're not gonna have to build a story around him. It's just gonna make Moxley look, you know, more of the guy for beating someone like Jeff Cobb, and then he can come back in like a couple of months' time. Yep. If he's under a new contract, then. With it's an interesting point. When do you see Moxley losing? Mega. Sometime down the line when he's champion. Moxley think... will lose to Jericho and not get the title. I, I don't think that'll happen, but fair enough. Um, I think if he takes the title off Jericho, I think he might lose like a TV match or something, not for the title, and then he'll have to obviously fight that person again for the title and then beat them. But I think he's, like they said last week, or whenever he was fighting, the last time he fought Pac, I think Pac was the only... Uh, wrestler he had faced that he hadn't beat because obviously they had that draw, didn't they? With Pac, they did, but yeah, yeah, that was actually one I remember them. Um, but yeah, next week, I think it's next week or the week after, I could they're all merging into one now. The call uh, match is next week, which is the other thing I was trying to remember, yeah, Cobb, Cobb, and Moxley. Which I can't, I don't think. Oh, they might have been. I can't remember if they were in the G1 together in the same group. They I, were. They fought I each other in the G1. Their match was supposed to be a bit meh. But from what I've read about the G1, a lot of Cobb's matches were meh, and it was because he was sort of put off because they weren't doing anything with him. He was never... Um, so he was in the... going to do a massive disrespect. He was in the lesser group. He was in Group B, if I remember. Because Group A had the likes of um, Akada, Ibushi... Um, Big Snake. Osprey. Archer, yeah. all the big boys kind of thing. Whereas Group B had, you had, you know, I was not saying that it was a bad group by any means, but it didn't have some of the name power. So you had the likes of Jeff Cobb in there. It was you raw to the like smack. You had, um, uh, that was the one when Naito was in. Um, that, can't remember, Toriano, him. Top man. <laughs> so it was just, top, it just top man. seems like, a lesser one, so that he didn't really. If he was up against someone like Osprey, like he's proven before in that match, then yeah, because that Os- the Osprey match was the <laughs> match that kind of propelled Archer, because that was a massive match, the Archer Osprey match. So if Cobb was in that position, I'm sure he would have been the United States champion for a bit and whatnot. But that was a dub. Segway before we jump to NXT. Um... We mentioned Osprey there. Osprey won the heavyweight title off Zack Sabre Jr. The, and has now yeah, announced that he's moved to the heavyweights. I think that was always going to happen after he dropped the um, light heavyweight belt. Yeah, and it's I a just, perfect transition for him. I wasn't expecting to announce it yet, but he announced that after seven years, he's moving to the heavyweights. Um, after he beat for the UK, it must be the UK heavyweight is championship. It, is it the Rev, the Rev Pro UK That's title? That's the one Sabre had. 
That's the one that Sabu Yeah, has. He, he won that at the weekend. Um, is that in a Rev Pro event then? That was the yeah. Rev Pro, I can't remember what it's called, but it's at your call, it's their big boy event. Yeah, which so he's now explains why, which explains why Zach Sabre Jr. is now fighting for the US title in a New Japan. Because yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, Rev Pro and New Japan have a big collaboration together. Yeah. OTT must be linked with them as well now because they've got Moxley and Pac for their Scrapper oh, Mania. You gonna be heading down to that? Um, I'm considering it, mate, to be honest. When's this? Sorry. Uh, March or April? Smart. 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 Smart weather. Everyone go down <laughs> to Kit Brown Toast's house and we'll go watch some OTT. I'm sure his missus will love it. <laughs> Let's go on oh, to I'll NXT. Love it, yeah, we, we need to finish oh, sometime in the next it. year. So yes, we need to we need to go to um, NXT and then because it's perfectly linked into. Uh, predictions as well. Yep. Um, like I said, I haven't watched it in full yet. That's something to do if I hadn't have napped. Uh, it's a bit. <laughs> it's a but, bit. Eh, I'd maybe watch it with like one point five speed and lose the commentary. But we, oh, we should say because we usually do this. AEW got eight hundred and seventeen thousand to NXT's five hundred uh, seven hundred five hundred now seven hundred and fifty seven thousand. So they're consistently going down. Both of them. Oh no, NXT went up, didn't it? No, but NXT whole, went down as well. Oh, both but like slight, slight major. But as a whole, they're both going down, which is... I think major. there was some basketball shit or something. Someone read and read it. Maybe there wasn't. Uh, but I think that might have dipped some of the viewers out. Maybe the XFL's taken viewers away from it? Well, the, so that's something we didn't, we didn't mention. XFL did more viewers than Raw and SmackDown combined. They did last time. I think when they first debuted, when was it, 2000. They drew fourteen million the first. Oh, fucking hell! Fuck and I think hell. They, they drew like four million this time. Yeah, they drew fourteen million the first time around. That's um, insane. It's because it's, it's American football. You're going to watch it, aren't you? If you like American football, you're going to watch it. Whether I think their timing is a bit off. I think they should have maybe left it for about a month after the Super Bowl rather than launch it directly after the Super Bowl because obviously all the NFL fans are probably a bit tired of the season now. Whereas if he left it maybe a month, the fans would have been like, oh, I can't see a bit of football. I did not care less about American football. But <laughs> people are saying it, saying it was top quality stuff, to be fair. People have really enjoyed it. So obviously, yeah, so It's got rave reviews so far. It's going really well. keep it up, obviously, because last time was an utter, utter shambles. Yeah, but yeah. they had JR and King commenting on it last time. <laughs> <laughs> Puppies! So, yeah, they got JR, King and Jesse oh. Ventura to commentate on football. Oh, that's amazing. Bring that back. Well, what, when you what didn't they used to have like tag names on the back of their shirts like hate me now or things like that instead of like yeah. actual people names? Yep. Should we do an yeah, let, 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 Let's go with the next thing. Bag book is excellent. <laughs> we need to all pick a team by jerseys and shit. Um, <laughs> we kicked off the night with Roddy Strong and Bronson Reed having a big brawl because they attacked Bronson Reed last week, week. Okay. a week before, was, yeah. Week before, because obviously they were trying to find uh, Champa, wasn't it? And Bronson yes. Reed got in the way, and Roddy twatted him. Um, no, it was fine. I'm not Roddy's a fan of Bronson Reed. He's 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 a big boy, and I can okay, see he's a bit like what? he's a bit like a Jeff Cobb type, if you will. But Jeff Cobb. Oh come on! But Jeff Cobb can actually wrestle. Jeff Cobb, yeah, Jeff Cobb's better, but it's more like Dave Mastiff than like, like, Jeff Cobb. I I like. 
I've only ever seen Jeff Cobb <laughs> in the G1 last year, and I would put <laughs> Jeff Cobb and this guy on exactly the same level. Okay. I, I might be Jeff wrong, Cobb and, may, and I might need to watch more Jeff Cobb matches, but at the moment, these two are on exactly the, only the same thing that's level. Good, the only thing that I would put Jeff Cobb above Bronson Reed is, you know, Jeff Cobb's a legit Olympian big wrestle boy. He's a big sweaty man. Go watch his Lucha Underground stuff, man. That's true. Okay. That's, that's well, fair. Like I say, I haven't I haven't watched much, and it was only in a, a tournament he didn't care about because he wasn't yeah. getting what he wanted. There we go. Yeah, this match was. Eh, it was. It was, okay. it was all right. If if you're looking at it like head to head, that was up against the tag team championship match in AEW, and it wouldn't surprise me why people were looking going. Yeah, I think when I'll you see the one. likes of Omega. And you know, you know those two teams are gonna have chemistry together and you see Roddy versus Bronson Reed, you're gonna watch the tag team. And again, that's why I said at the start as well, this didn't feel like a takeover send home. No. This was not this was not a takeover send home caliber show. This show should have sold me on takeover. I might watch takeover later, I might not, but like this should have sold me on you need to watch, and it really didn't. No, it didn't. No, no, no. You're you're right. I I fully agree with you there. It didn't feel like a ta- it didn't feel like a go home at all. Yeah, I I said it to Toast. It felt like I thought Takeover was next Saturday when we when me and Toast yeah. were on the call before we went live, and I was just like, "What's well, tonight?" But this felt like a wheel spinning kind of just another week. just another yeah next just week. another week to get yeah. to Takeover next week. I uh, yeah, I was really confused. There was more stuff with Velveteen Dream strong as well yeah he showed um, up and cut the promo and showed off showed off like, his pants showed off his pants, showed off yeah. pants again and he, he referenced something weird i can't remember what it was like the, i watched the promo but it didn't really put me in which is odd for felton he's usually good at like drawing people oh in. we had a question did we yeah the question. answer to that is no because was one it? it's not an upways it's not an upwards move anymore and two he would get lost on main roster 100 so question was uh from at the yep gm which was should Velveteen Dream be called up? No, no. Reasons give give big reasons. Lost on main roster, his character's too. It's He's... too out there. They work on the main roster. He'd somehow end up as like the third Wyatt brother or something <laughs> on SmackDown, um, Vince, or Vince he'd end up as get... the new Goldust semi-gay character in a bad way. Vince yeah, wouldn't I mean. get the character, and his wrestling ability isn't good enough to keep him in any sort of. Like I title disagree with the wrestling side of things. I think more the fact that I don't think the gimmick could get fully over. Did and then, and then, the, and then the, last week. Oh no, no, okay, yes, he clubbed things a bit wrong. I get that. Whatever, it happens. Um, but I, I just, it's not the right time for him at all yet. And maybe he sort of gone off the ball since the injury, because obviously, uh, but he went off the ball first week of live TV. Yeah, this is true. Um. Maybe he's one of these guys who who needed who doesn't well with the live thing, but even so, I don't I don't think he's ready yet for it. Uh, and and also, where would you put him? It it it. Well, well, I'm gonna do my question because. Okay, because because I'm just gonna say he he'd be more he'd more likely end up in something like Fashion Files and fucking um, Wyatt Family. You know what my I mean? question yeah. was with John Cena returning two weeks time. I think it's two weeks, three weeks maybe. Um, on SmackDown, who do you reckon he faces at Mania? And I Elias. reckon Velveteen Dream could be perfect because John Cena's come out and already put Dream over in interviews and whatnot. 
and it could be a perfectly acceptable way to try and get Dream onto the main roster. Well, AJ Taker's the rumored Taker match this year. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. AJ could carry him to a match. I mean, Dream would be fine, but apparently, I mean, it, it's sort of like Mel- Melty reckons it's going to be Elias or something, isn't it? Which Have you is, seen Edge? It's not. It's going to be Elias. It's going to be Cena versus The Fiend, isn't it? It's going to be Elias. <laughs> well, that was one of the rumours, is if Goldberg ends up taking the title off The Fiend, they could which get he will. The Fiend and Goldberg Roman. Yeah, which, which will be what happens. It'd be I, interesting. I, I, I feel like... like it's... Who should John Cena face, not who should Goldberg face? Well, yeah, what I said, if you listen, Jack... I'm not listening. Was no, if I'm Goldberg takes the John... title off Fiend, Goldberg fights Roman and Cena fights Fiend. Therefore, your question was answered. Swoofin doesn't interrupt when he doesn't listen. Because <laughs> he just doesn't talk. <laughs> no, that's my gimmick, isn't it? He, f- he forgets what what's going on. Bless him. Edge will be Randy. <laughs> he was already Randy. Edge was always Randy. Have you not seen that segment? For but who done it? Years ago. But <laughs> who done The segment is fucking raw. <laughs> um, where do we go? Holding Ramsey's seal of approval. Let's go. Let's go with two bits of bread and put it around Vince's head. What next are you? <laughs> Johnny Gargano defeating Cameron Grimes in big match. This is a good is match. It? Yeah. I don't Cameron get Cameron Grimes. Grimes though. I don't get him. I don't know what he's supposed to be. He's a big redneck boy. high flyer. He's, he's basically. Boy. Modern day Jamie Noble. Okay. More hairy. Yeah. He was just he was just a way to get Johnny Gargano a victory before he loses a takeover. So big things. Yeah, it was feed someone of relative note to Gargano before he fights Balor. Did you just say Balor's the same as Cameron Grant? Feed what? Someone of relative note before he fights Balor. How did I? Like, I thought I thought you compared them. Jack, are you even fucking listening? You talk, and sometimes uh, we'll switch off, mate. Yeah, fucking hell. Bring back smooth please. <laughs> I'm sure you, you are. The next, you just no smooth like, Your fucking shit. <coughs> smooth just ejaculated <laughs> in the hotel right now. For that, that. He shouldn't be ejaculated in the hotel. Fuck my blue tree. Use code BADBOOKERS for free erection. <laughs> free your $5 shipping and code BADBOOKERS at checkout. <laughs> Liam Rush defeated Angel Garza for an NXT Cruiserweight match. <laughs> we, we need to have a lie down and think about what we've what, just done. Why Why is Angel Garza being punished? He's not. Um, he's just going to Raw full-time, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the Raw. One, that's being punished. And two, he had... <laughs> <laughs> No defences of his title, and now he doesn't even win the number one contendership for that title. Because he's going the raw not two five live. Let Leo fucking rush job the devil. Let me see Leo rush versus Jordan Devlin in one one v one. Leo's going to fucking win as well. Leo's going to no, he's not. <laughs> Devlin is now Triple H's pet project. Rush is going to lose. <laughs> I can't honestly. look at I can't look at Devlin without the big head fucking image in my mind again. This match isn't happening on Takeover, is it? It's happening next. Yeah, week, next week. Yeah. Weeks. Oh, weeks as it, as it's Velveteen Dream and Roddy Strong as well. Yeah, I think yeah. it's two weeks for the Cruiserweight, one week for Strong. Cool. Decent match. What happened after it? 
Uh, Bianca Belair defeating Santana Garrett. She got buried because of that shit match she had the other week. She had the worst match ever, and I think it was with your Brazilian girl. It was. Oh, that was her? Yeah. That's who dropped out the Bianca Belair. So Bianca kills her in like a minute. I'm pretty sure your girl didn't know what Bianca was going to do. because Bianca had her up in like the glam slam position and hit her in the turnbuckle. Your girl had no fucking clue what day it was like. And then Bianca pins her really quick, and obviously you get the interaction with Rhea. And again, feed Bianca someone to make it look like she's going to beat Rhea when she's not clear. Yeah. Um, and then Rhea came out. I'm really liking strap. Bianca at the minute. I'm really liking her. I mean, look, they've, that, done, that, they've done well to capitalize on the Rumble. I yeah. I would say Bianca Belair fights Bailey for the title at Mania. No, it's going to be no. Sasha. Why is everyone looking after looking over Sasha? Because they're both heels and they haven't they done any. Story. They did it before. Yeah, but they haven't done any storytelling in that division. They in don't months. need to. If it's an NXT woman goes up, it's going to be Rhea. It will not be Bianca. Bianca will stay behind and be the next face. So you can't, you can't have two. Out. You can't have both women's matches being NXT versus WWE essentially. No. That's why it's going to be Sasha. You mean all three? Rhea probably goes up after Mania. I mean, yeah, I reckon. I mean, what's the other one? Rhea Charlotte. Yeah. And well, Charlotte, Charlotte will win the title, won't she? Charlotte Becky. will win that. Both of those are NXT versus. Shane is now main roster, isn't she? Whereas Rhea is not main roster. No confirmation she's been called up. She just she's turned up on Raw. She, she took a chunk out of Becky's neck. I'm pretty sure yeah, she's she turned main up on Raw. What's that? What, how's that different to Bianca Belair going at SmackDown? Maybe she's got a managerial contract. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. That's c- it's because uh, Shane Bader hasn't been seen on NXT for a, a while. Sorry, like a week ago. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> main event time. Kushida had a match. Again, it was okay. I still think Kushida needs to be paired with Alex Shelley or someone similar to give him a bit of attitude and just let him be a tag team wrestler. This Overrated match was okay. At no point did I think that Kushida was going to beat Adam Cole. No. no. no there was no, yeah. There was it, no even way it though, even... no way it looked like it was going to happen and there was no way it did happen. I'm happy they didn't just decide to go, oh yeah, it's a title match. I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that because then that, that just solidifies oh. it more. But no, it was. Oh, no, you said that. I want Kushida versus Kiampa the night instead. We're missing out on the Peter Doom just walking up with well. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it doesn't, it wouldn't have mattered even. There's no way you're having Adam Cool Cole lose. Adam Cool. Adam Cool Cole. And he's now part of two cool. Lose the week before the. That's how Vince will fucking book him, you know. I just I, like why is why is Kushida there? Why why do we just I bring in Japanese wrestlers who no longer care about the wrestling? He's staying for NXT Japan. They can't do it anymore because DDT bought Noah. That's your answer. It's the only reason he was saying. Well, let him go back to New Japan. Just get him off my fucking NXT. Your what? NXT. Well, we oh, are NXT. No. No, we call him up. Call him up to the main roster and stick him in Sami Zayn's tag team. Yes. You can have two shit Japanese wrestlers. <laughs> He's not shit. He's just very weird. <sighs> he just doesn't give a fuck. Just like Shinsuke Nakamura. Used to not be shit and now he doesn't give a fuck. I don't I don't agree with you with Kushida, honestly. I don't I, I think he just he he needs something and I think he's better putting a tag team. I don't think it's that he doesn't give a fuck. He comes across as not giving a fuck. Okay. He's never there. Exactly my point. <laughs> no, he People can't turn up if he's not there. 
Cool. They've got a hundred cunts in the performance center. You can't be there every week. <laughs> He's been there three times this calendar Who year. Who would have said? Has Matt made an absolute positive comment tonight? <laughs> it's cool, cold time. I love that. Fucking kill me. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Um, there was. Uh, so, so are we done with that? Um, Champa came out afterwards oh, and yeah, yeah. did a big attack on Adam Cole. Did he? With the fairy tale ending. He mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. the the, bro- the Awake segments that everybody really loved. I, really I haven't them. seen any of this week's ones. I've heard they're not as good as previous ones. But Last week's okay. ones were good. This week's ones felt forced. Smoochins and Chris both said in the D- DMs that they loved them. Cheesy as fuck. I enjoy it. I I really didn't enjoy this week's. Why am I not surprised? Smoochman, answer your question. As Matt's going to do another negative comment. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, I think I'm in the minority, but I, I really it, it felt forced this week. Um, I I they maybe, well, maybe because it was a pre-tape or what? I just I, because maybe because there was like four of them. Yeah, there was four pre-tape. So one, they they the car, they're in a car, the and then boat. neither of them have a driving license. So how did they the hire the boat. car in the first place? No, the boat was second. Yeah. So they had the car, then they got kicked out of the car because they didn't have a driving license, and then they got into a pedalo swan because you know. Drugs. Uh, I did <laughs> and then, and then they they decided that, that Riddle came up with another plan to get them there, which was to climb in the back of the Triple H's plane. Yeah. The only the thing I, the, yeah, the sorry, the boot, uh, which Pete Dunne get was kept getting really annoyed at. The the only good part of this was when you looked past the plane before you knew who whose plane it was. The prefix of the. This the the num- the flight the, the plane number was DX, which obviously uh, yeah, you then know yeah. who's playing. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was that was the only bit of the segment that popped. As soon as you ripped it apart, I, I enjoyed it. So fuck you. I don't know. You said there were one more. You said there was I think four. I think there was only three. I only remember three. I I four four one, four is a random number. Oh no, that was just a Valentine's Day one where Matt Riddle asked Pete Dunn what what. Um, people should do to get Valentine's Day in there. And Pete Dunne was like, don't upset your employers. Uh, <laughs> don't be outspoken, stuff like that. And Matt Riddle's like, yeah, cool. Nice <laughs> that was quite funny. I did enjoy that. I did it. Predictions! Predictions! NXT TakeOver is tonight. We've got a full load of guest league predictions. But I think we got 13, 14 people. I haven't updated it. There are a couple Bang. more. Um, so there's, there's a lot of people. So, which of these six is going on the pre-show? Do we think? I don't think any of them. I, I honestly don't think any of them. Because obviously they did pre-show match for the first time at War Games. Stick, stick rear on the pre-show. Fuck it. Okay. Rear's match is going to be Adam Cole versus Champa on the pre-show. <laughs> I love to see it. Um, obviously it's tonight. I don't know what time it kicks off. Is it midnight? Yeah, usually midnight. War um, Games pre-show War eleven games. and. So pre-show is 11, so obviously we've got an hour, pretty much. to, Which is why I think there'll be a match on it, because it used to be half-hour pre-shows, and now it's an hour. He's getting Pat to shout for an hour. The only hour-long NXT pre-show was the one with the match on. The rest of them were half-hours. It doesn't matter. They might pick another match, and if they do, we'll have to do big predictions for that. But... um. What we'll do, if I do Smoothman's and mine, because we're the last two, it makes perfect sense. So Matt, Toast, Chris, Smoothman, and me. Um, we'll start off Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. 
I have completely fucked my prediction. I like I I the only match that I didn't change at least once was the North American title match. So I oh, I have we, absolutely we continue. We must say, me and Matt have been going back and forth in the DMs because obviously there's three at the moment. Obviously, you could change. There's three pay per views left. I'm currently two behind Matt in terms and, of getting and money. And Matt Jack, is running scared. Jack is living rent free in my head. <laughs> <laughs> like um, I I I I'm like outthinking myself. The reason I've so I've gone for Johnny Gargano for this first match. Are you fucking insane? Right. Bala's been around long enough now that he can lose and not feel like a joke. And I think if you get Gargano to win this, you can then build a better way towards Mania's takeover and then Mania itself. So I think they're gonna have a fatal four-way number one contendership match. Uh, there's the main event of the takeover before Mania with the NXT title defended at Mania itself. And I think both Bala and Gargano are in. I think if Bala beats Gargano, Gargano doesn't have a legitimate way into that match. I think if Gargano ge- beats Bala, then both of them have a legitimate reason to be in that match. Interesting. So. I just don't see a way that if they have an NXT championship match at Mania, it has to be Balor. There needs yeah. to be someone with credibility. Not just it, though, uh, it might be, actually. Johnny again. I think it's going to be Balor versus whoever at Mania. I think you need his credibility he brings from being on the main roster and stuff. I just I don't see a way he loses a game. He lost one match already, didn't he? In NXT, Balor? He's lost no. I think he's lost one. I think he lost the last pay per view. He lose Champa. He didn't. He didn't lose on the last pay per view. He fought, his, his fights on pay per view um, were yeah. Ilya Dragunov that he beat and um, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, who he beat. Yeah. Did he lose to Champa? It might be like a multi man match where he didn't get pinned or something. Mm. I just don't see them beating Finn before Mania. No, you need. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat on this one. Gargano can eat a loss, and it won't be an issue. It just it it just pushes Balor right to the very top of the card to t- to challenge whoever is the champion come Mania. The Balor for me. I've also gone Finn Balor. So John, Johnny Gargano is the only well, Matt is the only person to pick Johnny Gargano. Um, I've done Matt saying that I'm living his thread, uh, head rent free. I'm I've done massive fantasy booking. <laughs> this one, so you know what my fantasy booking is like when it comes to predictions. Announce zero out of six now. Um, <laughs> the only reason why I went for Balor is because, a bit like what Toast said, Johnny Gargano could eat a loss, and I think Finn Balor kind of needs that win a bit more than Gargano at this moment of time. Um, but I could see either of them winning, to be fair. I would just be a bit more disappointed if Gargano won. Um, oh. Street fight. I've, I've changed this. Finn Balor was a certain for me. Um, to start with, but Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox, I changed three or four times uh, my prediction, and I'm sure you did as well, Matt. So who have you gone? I, I did. I so I I had Tegan Knox to start with, and then I was like, no, that makes no sense. It's got to be Dakota Kai, and then I was like, no, but you need a face to win because I've got a couple of heels winning, and then I didn't have a couple of heels winning, so I changed this back to being the, <laughs> the heel winning this one. Mm-hmm. And, and I wasn't really sure. And I've eventually just gone, fuck it. So I've gone with Dakota Kai 
She's a heel. I think she needs the win coming out of this more than Knox. She needs to legitimise herself as a heel, and she's not really done that so far. All she's really done is spun the wheel since she turned heel at War Games. I think it, this being a street fight leads into that as well. I, I want to see a spot of her slamming um, Tegan Knox's knee in a door of some kind again, wherever they end up away from the ring. Just, yeah, it, I think Dakota Kai should be the one who wins here. Toast. Dakota Kai, she'll win. Big Hill, get fed the Rhea before the next fucking big pay-per-view. Done, really. I'm kind of fed up with her story with Tegan Knox. There's not really... It's not really compelling enough. It's, oh, she beat me up. Um, But, like, I think Tegan and Candice will go on and be a tag team anyway after this and just push Dakota to fight Rhea or whatever. Cool, Chris. I feel like I might have fucked up. I went for Tegan Knox, but I I don't really have a reason for it other than I, I honestly I I'm, I'm happy that she's back, and quite frankly, I I think Tegan Knox is going to get pushed to the moon. So yeah, I I'll, I'll take her over to Kota Kai for this one. To be honest, I don't have a real reason for it other than that. I've well, me and Smith are both gone to Kota Kai. Tegan Knox has already beaten to Kota Kai, beating her on TV. So yeah. Kai needs a win back. It's as simple as that. And then they can but have then, a. But then, but then to have a buried further doesn't matter. They have a they have a rubber match at um, Takeover Before Mania where Tegan Knox probably wins that. This is just what Smoothman said in the chat. Is it? Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. So <laughs> there's no if Dakota Kai turns here and then loses two matches in quick succession against Tegan Knox, then. Just in the mud. Go to stardom or something like that. Um, <laughs> NXT Tag Team Champions ships. Undisputed Era, the current champions versus the Bros Awaits. Matt? I had Undisputed Era for the longest time. And then I watched this week's and I saw the internet reaction to the Bros Awaits stuff. Now, I, I, I said I'm in the, I think I'm in the minority of people who didn't enjoy the skits, um, I've seen a lot of people raving over them. I don't think it's the right time to split Riddle and um, Pete Dunn up yet. And I think if they if they don't win the titles, one of them is going to end up turning on the other. So I think we are going to get the Broserweights winning these titles, which changed my outcome of the last match because I, I'll, I'll explain that later. But yeah, um, so I've got the Broserweights taking the titles here. Toast. Uh, I have UE retaining, so I have a feeling that Roddy's getting involved, um, and especially with Roddy not being on the card at all, I think Roddy will be mm. down, he'll cost the Broserwitz, so that'll get the Broserwitz a rematch down the line, and then you'll probably have a run-in from Velveteen, and it'll end up with a clusterfuck brawl after the match. Six-man tag match. Or Love those. Six-man tag match. Um, yeah, I went for Broserwitz as well. I think that with, with the momentum behind them at the minute... I, I kind of think that UE's tag run, certainly recently, has been quite stale. So I, I, I think it may be time to freshen it up a little bit with the Broserweights. I mean, may, 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 it may not last particularly long. I mean, to be honest, I thought this was just going to be a tag team that was going to die off as soon as the um the, the tag team classic was done. But it, they, they seem to be really quite invested in it now. And of, as uh, Matt mentioned earlier on, with the whole internet support that it's getting, uh, I, I think Broserweights are going to win it. 
They found their niche, and that yeah. niche is smoking weed. Um, yes. Movement has gone for broserweights as well, and he just said in the chat, they've got massively behind the broserweights, therefore need to have a payoff. Plus, we have had mixed match teams not win previously, so it must be now time. It makes sense. I've also got... Vince is always known for giving the I, what they want. A, a mm. bit like <laughs> I, I had Undisputed Era for a little while, but then my fancy booking kicked in, which I won't say until the end. Um, but I've gone for Broseweights as well. Uh, so I like how the first three matches, at least one of us, have gone different to everyone else. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Um, North American Championship match, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Let's not even talk about it. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Like, Keith. Keith Lee's winning. We've all gone Keith Everyone's Lee. Everyone's gone Keith. I mean, it won't be a squash. It'll be one of their, their standard TV it, matches, which will be high, flippy, and fucking insane. It's just a way to get... Think about the Mark Henry promo this week. I, th- I thought it was really good. No. I really enjoyed it. Should we do the same for the next one? <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus Bianca. I mean, it, yeah, that'll be a really good match, but Rhea will win. Rhea needs a good, solid first proper defence. Yeah. Everyone's gone yeah. for Rhea Ripley. Now, this is the one. Oh, my fancy booking's kicking in. I love to see it. NXT Championship. Adam Cole, current champion, versus Tommaso Ciampa. Matt. Okay, so I, I've gone for Adam Cole. Now, as I've said earlier, I had Undisputed Era retaining the tag titles for a long time because I had Champa winning this match. You can't have Undisputed Era lose all of the gold here. I think the best way for Mania is you have Adam Cole lose the NXT title at Mania on the Mania card itself. After, like I say, that I reckon there'll be a fatal four-way on the night before to make decide who his opponent is. Um, but you've got to have him retain. Therefore, I think they need to lose the tag team titles. I don't think they need. They need to be basically hanging on by a thread to this. You know, the prophecy thing, and he, he, like they've already lost the. We've got we're having all the gold, but you need to make Adam Cole. As, as crazy as possible, like as panicking as possible, and as it, like be as desperate to keep that title as possible. So you've got to have Undisputed Era lose those titles, and he's just going to basically force the rest of the guys to come down to ringside. And I think over the next few weeks, you're going to see a little bit of tension within the Undisputed Era. You already started to see it when um, Roddy Strong was wo- saying he was worried about Velveteen Dream in, in one of the backstage promos they did this week. And he told Roddy, don't worry about Vel- Velveteen Dream. We've got this to worry about right now. I think it was just before the Kushida match. And I think they're going to start to play in on that. So I think you're gonna, by the time we get to Mania, I don't think Undisputed Era... Oh, I think there's going to be certainly some conflict within Undisputed Era. And there's going to be some arguments going on. But I think Cole retains, even though I had Champa down for like most of this week. <laughs> Toast. Cole Baller Mania. Boom. Cole Baller Mania. Boom. Chris. I think, I mean, I've gone for Champa. And I think that Roddy Strong is going to inadvertently cost Adam Cole the title. Somehow, some way, shenanigan, mistake, whatever. I think that, because there's always been that tiny little bit of tension when it comes to Strong and Cole. 
tampering. So it's not Cole, not what words, Chris. Strong and um, Cole. And I, I get the feeling that there's going to be a mistake here and it's going to lead to a, a minor implosion that may that may result in either them splitting up or, or a power play by a Strong to, ta- to take the, the reign to the group. Things like that. Um down the line but i think this i think this would be the catalyst for a big implosion with ue champa champa wins cool you think ue end up with no titles coming in next week's nxt yes i do i can't see that interesting look the likelihood is fuck all but but i but it's fantasy booking mate and i i I like it a bit different no i was just asking like just oh yeah yeah Smoothman has uh, gone for Champa. He hasn't given me a reason because not bad. Um, <laughs> probably, probably getting some now anyway. Probably. No, should we that. just should we just wait here in silence until smooth? There we go. Uh, <laughs> I slightly agree with Chris. Wasn't the reason why I picked him. I just picked one. Okay. Well, so it's still not a reason. Yeah. Not bad. Um, <laughs> right. Fancy fancy booking time. Finn Balor defeats Johnny Gargano. Right. To to win that, you can put Finn Balor in a triple threat at Mania, you can, or a fatal four way. Broserweights take the titles off UE. They then have a rematch um, on an NXT, which people would think that UE are getting the titles back again to be like ten time NXT champions, but they don't. Oh. Broserweights retain. Um, and at this point, it leads into what Matt said, where. Adam Cole's like, fuck, I'm the last one with, with the gold. What the fuck are we going to do? Everyone's going to be panicking. Um, Roddy's going to be all over the place. Red Dragon are going to be fuming. Um, then it comes to Champa versus Cole. I've gone for Tomasa Champa. I've gone massively risky on this one. Tomasa Champa to win via DQ. Adam Cole t- t- retains the title. Ooh. Would he um, get extra points or something for putting that in? No, no, no it's just it has to, it's whoever wins the match. That's why I've gone for Tomasa Champa. Okay. So, um, UE, Adam Cole's panicking because he's the only one with gold now after he's biggered up Undisputed Era being all the gold. He then gets this match, and there's Champa's getting so, the fans are getting so behind Champa, they're getting fully invested in it. Cole's panicking, he calls down the boys. The boys come down and accidentally DQ the match. Accidentally, quotation marks. Yeah. Um, DQ the match. The fans of this is remember this is going to be main event. So to end the end the night on a DQ is a massive call. That, and fans, that's why I don't think it's going to happen. Like, it, when was the last time an NXT takeover had a DQ finish to the main event? I don't think it's ever happened. But I think is the main event. Um, the fans are fuming at this, and that gets. Heat onto undisputed era, but more importantly, it gets the fans properly behind Champa, like at the hugely behind Champa, because I can't see a way Triple H would allow Champa getting pinned or submitted at this point. Because I fully believe at WrestleMania, whether it be Takeover at Mania, Champa's winning that belt against probably Cole of Balor, and you could probably make it a fatal four way if you want to. Um, if you want to throw a guy going to have like here's our four top guys watch them have a have a really good match like on the you've, main you've almost gone the way I'd I'd gone but um, like before I had this as my finalised thing I had 
UE retaining those tag titles, and I had Champa winning here, and I then had I booked Champa Gargano as the main event of. The I don't table. think the, the way I went that way is I don't think you can have the Red Dragon as being the tag team to la the last hold the gold. I think you need to have the head honcho to be the last to fall. And that's why I I changed it in the end. That was but the one thing. I can't see Champa getting pinned because if he gets pinned by Adam Cole, how are you going to again justify him? Because if, that role if the other three come down and distracted the referee whilst Cole smashes him in the head with the ring bell because they've got to use the ring bell because AEW wants to use the ring bell. So they have to bring that into their stick at the moment um, or whatever weapon that he uses or whether they like three, three on one. Lost, lost the aura of Trumper being pinned. That's why I think he's going to be DQ'd. He's going to still be undefeated since his return. I think he's undefeated. Or... At least, never looks like he's going to lose. He's the, he's, a, he's right. Champ is still their top dog. Yeah, there's, there's no other way. Champ, Champ, is Triple H's boy. I think Triple H will want to protect Champ as much as possible. I, I can see it. Yeah, and I do. Love, I do love the whole set of ideas. Everyone's come up for how this is going to end, and that can, that's what makes this more interesting. Can I get an extra point for predicting the last two people in the ring as the takeover goes off the air? You don't get an extra point, but you can go for it. Triple H. Rhea Charlotte's there now. Potentially. Charlotte, I was tempted, I was tempted event to go. Charlotte will be in the ring squaring off with her and pointed at an imaginary mania set. That would have been amazing <laughs> had they not spunked their load on Charlotte coming to NXT three weeks ago. No, but it's going to happen because obviously the whole thing, when every time Charlotte interacts with her, has been, you're looking through Bianca, blah, 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 and Rhea's response has been, I'm not, I'll do my best to get there. Is basically what Rhea's been saying, and I think it's going to end up with Rhea beating Bianca at the end of the night, and Charlotte coming down, and there'll be that sort of competitive square off. And I think it's. I think it. it's. I think Charlotte's definitely going to be there. Like I think she's going to be like you know they do. Here's a wrestler in the crowd. It's going. That's going to be Charlotte during the women's match. Last she may get a spot on that. Guaranteed. If that's the uh, case, then cool. Going to say Charlotte Flair is a dentist. Fucking she's dentist. Oh, they're going to say that's uh, what do you call your fella? Fuck. At San Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Anyone else want to add anything? Honestly, no. I'm happy. I just like the fact that like we've all booked different ways of getting yes, different matches. Exactly. Like with like there's there's so many good matches that we can think of to to have at Mania weekend that I'm I'm just hyped for the NXT. What, what I'll do um, poor T V week. I'm glad you are so enthusiastic about being wrong. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We don't have to worry about you, Toast. You know, Matt just needs to worry about me and all Chris. Toast, you're still relatively new here, but we've been. This is how we've done this for a long time. We get relative so hyped about things that never fucking happen. I'm but, but, taking the piss, lads. Like, I don't want to come off no, as if no. I'm a complete asshole. Like, oh, a lot okay, of okay. I'm just taking the piss. Like. <laughs> no, I get yeah. it. But what I will do is I'll post the um, our predictions on Twitter. Like oh. we usually do. Uh, and I'll post a table so you can all see how close I am to overtaking Matt uh, and <laughs> why he's human. Uh, I would also do the guest group predictions. I'm living rent free. I will never get out. So <laughs> Not until... This one, Matt, are you going to fucking freak out? Are you going to be sitting stressing over your I've... pay-per-view? <laughs> yeah, bearing in mind <laughs> that the next two pay-per-views are AEW Revolution, which oh. I have Absolutely no idea about any of the outcomes of most of the matches. Well, I have to win AEW, don't I? Oh, and then we've got Chamber, and that might be it. 
because obviously we don't do Saudi bullshit. Um, I'm not confident. I think we should he... add Saudi bullshit just to give Matt more obstacles. To no, <laughs> yes, no, because we haven't done any. Other... You can't do that I think when we did been... the first one because we yeah. did a big live show, didn't we? And then Rent. we did. So we 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 predicted it, and then we deleted that from, and nobody had to do a forfeit from it back when we did forfeits because we just well, went. What if we start cool. doing predictions on the matches that are forecast for AEW Weekly TV? No. Right, boys, predictions. Cody Rhodes versus Wardlow. Oh, still okay, uh, Cody Rhodes. Um, but no, I'll do the table. If anything, if I don't win, Chris has to win. So no pressure, Chris. Uh, to at least draw with Matt. Brent. Three. Yeah, so if I win, I'm guaranteed at least half of the pot. No, if you win... I'm guaranteed you're, guaranteed, all, you're guaranteed all of it. Oh, yeah, because I go one above you. So if, if, if Chris wins, ahead all of three of us could draw. Exactly. If Chris wins, if I win, I'm only one behind you then with two to go. And if Smoothman wins, me and you can draw. Oh, I want the scenario yep. now where three of you draw and you do <laughs> big bottle. We all do, we all do <laughs> split money. Oh, see, I, I didn't realize I was still within a shot of this. Right, okay, yeah. now I'm b- back in the game. Let's go. Right, change from predictions quick. <laughs> the the, the um, best thing yeah. is, is, Chris has got the least matches predicted correctly, and he's still above smoothman. Which is weird, because Chris love... had the most matches overall last uh, last. Yeah, la- yeah, last season. I'm, yeah, I'm 11 matches clear on matches, and I can still fucking bottle it. That's the equivalent of goal difference. It is. It's massive goal difference <laughs> in advantage of Matt, but he's potentially bottled. He's, Matt is potentially pulling a Leeds. That's it. <laughs> Whereas I'm the plucky Brentford underdog story coming out strong, and Chris is Middlesbrough. Know, I thought yeah. for a second you were starting to support another fucking team. <laughs> Probably, mate. <laughs> Probably, mate. Right. I think that's everything. No one else wants to add anything before I do big outro where no, Toast no, shouts. <laughs> or whatever. Um, I would I would like to say something, right? And I've I've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks now, and just Bama was framed. <laughs> it's surprising because I, I I I tend to agree with what people say about that. Um, but yeah, Benoit was framed. I'm telling you, from my background, I'm getting a picture of Benoit in a frame, and I'm just <laughs> <to start. laughs> right. If you did enjoy that. It's going to be on YouTube. Well, no, subscribe to our YouTube. Do you subscribe on Apple Podcasts? Yeah, follow, yeah you do. do all that. Follow SoundCloud. Uh, just type in Bad Bookers. You can find us Remember anywhere. Brought to you by uh, Manscaped and Bluetooth. Manscaped, thank you for the spot, as well as our actual sponsors, Power Slam. Use code Bad Bookers for a free month of indie wrestling goodness. I think that's what Smoothman says, isn't it? Something like that. Follow us on Twitter. At Bad Bookers WP. There won't be live tweets unless someone else does it because I'll be live. So if you, Chris will be asleep in about five minutes. Yeah, so, you'd love to see it. Uh, at Bad Bookers for that. If you want to support us over on Patreon, give us some money. Money. <laughs> give me give me your fucking wallet. Uh, uh, you can do. Obviously, there's no there's no obligation to, but Matt will stab you <laughs> if you don't. Um, why and, am I getting called the aggressive one? I don't know, because you've been very negative this podcast. <clears throat> We've been called you out on it. You're negative, Nancy. But I think ben that's put everything. <laughs> I think that's put everything, so I'd like to say goodbye. You won't hear me next week. It'll be Smoothman back once again next week, unless he bottles again. We didn't um, talk about Lacey Evans this week. Oh, this good. We, we... <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.
Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.